Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Joining me now, former UVM Hoops coach Tom Brennan. TB, how are you? I've never been better, my friend. How are you? I am excited because yesterday was the first official day of Catamount Hoops practice. So the countdown is on 30, or uh, what did they say, 30 practices in 42 days until the first game. I'm ready. Uh, boy, and, and you know, I was there yesterday, of course. Uh, to make sure that I can re- do some good reporting on the show today. Well, what do you got? Because I saw some limited highlight videos. Finn Sullivan was syncing them. Dylan Penn looks as athletic as advertised. Well, what'd you pick up? Well, I picked up this. This is kind of neat. Now uh, we'll just ha- we'll just have to see how this plays out. But someone told me, um, and I brought it up to Dylan, but he didn't. He didn't really seem to know exactly what I was talking about. But a dear friend of mine who coaches in Louisville told me that when you watch Bellarmine play, they never bounce the ball. Once they get to half court, they never bounce. They just pass and pass and pass. Now, that that's almost seems like it can't be true. But um, but he said, go get film of them. They're, they're all by themselves. Nobody does it quite like them. And when I brought it up to Dylan yesterday, he was like, well, yeah, yeah. You know, like not never, but... <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to try to watch him a little bit more. Now, of course, you know for the first four weeks, my boy don't ever talk about offense. That's nothing even – we don't even consider that. So uh, there was just uh, oh, many, many defensive drills and, and uh, you know, concepts. And, and you know what I had forgotten, Brad, is that uh, because my last couple of years I had a, I had veteran teams, really, really veteran, you know. And, uh, and so anyway, with this group, he's got like seven new guys. So it's all about, you know, showing these young guys how to do it, what, how we play it here, what, where you're supposed to go on the slides and things of that nature. And it is, uh, um, it's a lot more detailed than, than uh, I had actually thought. They really do. They work at it. They, they talk to each other. They send each other flying around. And, uh, and they're very good at it. Obviously, every year they're good at it. So, um, so I, I think the same again. And uh, I love our guards. I love our guards. I said, I said, think about this. We got a guy in a been, been in a program for six years, not a great shooter, uh, that uh, being Duncan, and so very important to the team. <laughs> that just tells you what our team's about. Look, I, I had Becker on last week, and I had two distinct takeaways from what he said, and one was. I think we're going to see some non-traditional lineups for this team this year. I think it's kind of pretty easy to see that the biggest question mark personnel-wise is what they're going to do with the big man position and how they are in the post. I think Becker is going to going to going to try to get around that at least in the league. He mentioned playing four guards and he mentioned putting Dylan Penn in the post and using him as the post player. So. Yeah, you can worry about the rebounding side of things, but I think there's a very real possibility we see this team go small a lot. Great minds think alike, my boy. I, I was of that school as I watched them, and even in the, some in the summer. You know, I just thought, well, they don't have that traditional big guy, but that's kind of going away now, you know. And, and with Penn, I think, as you said, now I've, I haven't seen him do this yet, but I, I, I've seen him be good around the basket in drills and in, in games where, you know, five and five just running around. But I, I certainly think they can do that. And, and, you know, now if you've got Robin as one of the four guards, he's six, six, five or six, and, you know, a great rebounder. Um, you know, we just are really strong in the backcourt. Very, very strong. Uh, and I would not be surprised if 
to see him do that. Not at all. And uh, especially given how much he relies on uh, on the defense, and and uh, you know, it, it's way more important for him, uh, him being John, uh, to make sure that the guys who are out there are playing defense first. And I, I I know a lot of guys talk about that, but I think he really believes it and lived it. Let me ask you two questions off of that, because Penn is not a three-point shooter. He is a guy who is going to get to the bucket, finishes around the rim with both hands. So I can see a scenario where, really, you're just going to play him at the point guard and then surround him with shooters. Would you just spread the floor and basically go like a four-corners offense, let him have the ball, go ISO? If he can break it down, he gets to the bucket, and if he can't, he just kicks to somebody in the corner to hit threes. I mean, does that really does that seem like a viable offense? Certainly for uh, for a time, uh, you know, I, I don't know if he can do it all the time, but certainly as as an option or, or to, to cro- change things up depending on what your lineup is, I think that's a big thing. And, um, uh, you know, if he does play four guards, and I talked about defense, of course, but, uh, you know, one or two of them will be able to shoot it for sure, I'm guessing, and, uh, and, and that'll be a part of it as well. Uh, uh, but I, I think it's, a lot of it is going to depend on, uh, on how good Penn is and how quickly he adjusts to how we play and how he plays in regards to how we play. Can you afford to play two non-shooters at the same time? That's what I wonder. You're right that Robin Duncan is important, but Penn's not a shooter and Robin's not a shooter. He can shoot it a little bit, but it's not his game. Can you afford to play both of them on the court together? Certainly, I would be comfortable knowing, uh, if I believe, I should say I didn't know anything, but if I believe that uh, you know the way Robin plays, I haven't seen Penn yet. But uh, in, in terms of game situation, Robin is really a, a tough matchup for anybody because he gets the basket so well. Uh, he's also a great rebounder, a great offensive rebounder, and um, and so you can live with that. You can live with the fact that he can't shoot. That wouldn't bother me at all. Now, in Penn's case, if he doesn't, if he's not able to shoot threes, which we don't anticipate that'll be his strength uh what he what he will do is get to the basket hopefully get to the line and uh, cause matchup problems for a, a bigger player on the other side but yeah i i could see i, I that wouldn't uh, hell i played for 12 years without two guys <laughs> <laughs> dylan penn last two years 27 percent and 24 percent from three yeah no that's not okay all right all right i Objection sustained. <laughs> hey, and the other thing I took away from Becker, and this was, um, it's it's not a shot at the at the administration. I don't want to make it sound bigger than it was, but he made note that my goal is to not have our schedule be as tough as it is. He's like, he basically said to me, "This is too hard. This is too much travel. The guys are missing too much school." He's like, "I got to find a way." to work with the administration to raise money so we can pay people to come here. I thought that was very candid. And, and, and it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, I mean, obviously we've got a little place. We're going to get a, 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 a place that's not a whole lot bigger whenever that comes in terms of how many people we can put in it. But it will be brand new, and it will be a, a, a diamond for sure in the, the Burlington area and uh, even in the state of Vermont for that matter. So my, my contention at that point would be, yeah, if we got to pay some people to come in here and get some home games, we want to fill the place up, we want to show it off, we want to show our team off. Uh, and right now, Braid, we're at, at a point, and I'm, I don't want to speak for him uh, at all, but the way I see it is we're at a point 
where we just cannot. It's just crazy to do what he's doing this year. Now it's not going to matter in, in the big picture. Might make us better. I, I don't know. Uh, but we're a good team. We deserve to be seen at home. We deserve to play some good teams at home, you know, and, and that's something that, uh, that the school has to, to get on board with. Uh, and, um, you know, that's just a, that's a question of commitment. That, that basically is what that's all about. You know, they want to do it or they don't. And if they do, then it makes sense that, that this would be a viable option for us. So uh, I certainly hope that's the case. And, and let me ask you this. Have you heard anything about when the buildings are going to be done? No, haven't heard any of that haven't heard any of that um i will ask you real quickly when you talk about buy games who are you looking to pay to come here are you looking to to pay a patsy that you're going to beat by 30 just for the sake of getting a home game are you trying to to pay somebody on your level that doesn't mind maybe losing to you because they're getting paid like who what what level of competition are you able to pay to come here well that you know that might differ on different years you know i mean Certain people are, you know, especially at, at, at our level. I mean, I, and I don't want to be a jerk about this, but we've stayed good for 20 years. That is impossible to do. It's impossible. Can't do it. But, you know, so things go up and down. People go up, oh, should we play this team? Well, yeah, last year they went to the tournament. This year they're, they're not supposed to be that good. I, I would say but my short answer would be reasonable opponents, where when you looked at that schedule, you say, yeah, that's a good game. That's a good game for us. Where is it? Oh, it's here. Perfect. That's even better. Uh, but, yeah, people of that nature. And, and of course, um, you know, if you get somebody to go two for one, I mean, that, that would be something that uh, we did that with Penn State. We did it with Villanova, three for one. Uh, but, you know, some of those are, are almost worth it to get a team like that into your building. Like, how about this? Who's going to open the place? Who do you think? Ooh. Has to be Villanova, Notre Dame, yeah. <laughs> somebody big, right? I'm thinking BC. I don't know if BC's big enough, but somebody like that, where it's got to be a, you know, somebody's got to agree to say, oh yeah, I'll, I'll open the building. Don't matter, you know, if I lose that game, I shouldn't lose it. But I was thinking of Jay Wright, but he's gone. What about Frank Martin at UMass? <laughs> yeah, then Frank Martin would play. I'm sure Frank Martin would play. Again, not to speak for him, but <laughs> yeah, there's a guy for sure. That's somebody we should be playing anyway. Tom Brennan. That's a good game for us. Yeah, it is. Tom Brennan, former Catamount Hoops coach, first day of practice in the books. Now we now we count down. TB, talk next week. Always a pleasure, my boy. Uh, good luck. I hope your jumpers keep going in. <laughs>